1: Got some some real NCAA tournament vibes last night as Rutgers and Notre Dame squared off. Double overtime. Notre Dame already busted my bracket because I picked Rutgers to win, but Rutgers is going home. Tennessee, Longwood today, 245. I'm ready for it, Ben.
2: Yes, yeah, not a not a great night for my bracket after I started 2 and 0 on Tuesday. <laughs> I had Rutgers winning last night as well and I had Bryant beating Wright State and neither one. So <laughs> a mixed bag of results early on for my bracket and uh, I guess I guess I need to fill up my bracket this morning. And uh, make some decisions, make some tough decisions this morning on who's going to win, win these matchups because it's going to be a hectic next two days, uh, four days really, all all throughout the weekend, today through Sunday. I, I think there's going to be some some pretty crazy college basketball.
1: It's crazy every single year. I don't think any, this year is going to be any different. Uh, we had a couple couple plays at the rim, long distance three long-distance three-pointers last night in the Notre Dame Rutgers game that sent the game to one overtime and then sent the game to a second overtime. It was it was good. Um, Wright State got the win over Bryant. And O'Kiss, I mean, he, he shot the ball 50 times, so of course he, he's going to get his, but he did not shoot a great percentage. And you can just tell right? State gave him trouble. I think you were still on the road while this game was going on.
2: Yes, I, I I did not get to watch any basketball, but I did see the highlights and hear the interviews and listen to the great Candace Parker when I got into the hotel room. So I am aware of what took place. And how about those Wright State uniforms? The, they were something else, weren't they?
1: Yeah, I, mean, I, I thought, I thought um, Texas A&M. Corpus Christi uniforms were the worst. I still think they are the worst I've ever seen. But Wright State was like, "Hey, hold my beer. We'll show you. We'll yeah. show you got the worst uniforms in the tournament."
2: Yeah, hard to hard to go in too hard on them because they were camo the the, the 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 digital camo, but they they were popping off the screen. I guess you could say, and and good for Wright State. That Drew Gilbert, they didn't have to worry about Drew Gilbert last night. That, that <laughs> Drew Gilbert did not ruin another one of their
1: postseason runs. I know that's right. Drew Gilbert, bat flip King. He's the real King. Um, big bets coming in on Duke. I don't know why, but people are putting of stock in Coach K's last season and not the the North Carolina game at the end of the season for Duke and the ACC tournament. I don't know why anybody would put Duke as champions, but Hey, you just never know. This is March madness and 2021, 22 season has already started off mad. A couple topics that yes. we'll cover today. Benjamin, if that's okay with you.
2: Uh, I, I guess so, but real quick, I was going to add the, the reason I said a moment ago that I think it's going to be a, a crazy weekend, even crazier than normal, is because there there's not really a team that I just 1,000% love <laughs> on the bracket. There's really not. And, I mean, you have Arizona, Gonzaga, Tennessee. I think they're the three best teams that, that are playing their best basketball right now. But uh, Duke, you mentioned everybody's bet on Duke. I, I don't have a lot of faith in Duke. I, they've they've, according to the metrics, have gotten worse over the course of the second half of the, the season. And entering the tournament, they they rank as low as they have all season in the metrics. So I I know that, the madness is always real, in March. But I even think by March Madness standards, because there seems to be so much parity and and not really that one bona fide elite team that appears better than the rest I I think it's going to be even more madness than there typically is
1: and you got some work to do in your bracket man you don't have time you don't have much time because Tennessee plays at 245 so you gotta get to it
2: you gotta get to it 12 so Colorado State uh, Michigan the, the game that Tennessee will feed into if if Tennessee can avoid an upset this afternoon, uh, that game tips off at like twelve ten or something along those lines. So I've I've got to get these picks made. I, I've got a, a a good feel for my first round picks. It's it's the 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 round of thirty two and the sweet sixteen and the elite eight that I'm I'm being a coward. Quite frankly, I'm I'm scared to make some picks.
1: You just got to let it go, man. You got to close your eyes and just just pick a team. Pick a team. Colorado State, Michigan, you mentioned, uh, they play at 1215. Uh, North Dakota State and Providence, they play at 1240. Uh, the Colorado State game, Michigan game is on CBS. Providence, South Dakota State, True TV. Memphis, Boise State, 145 on TNT. Um, Norfolk State and Baylor, 2 p.m. on TBS. The Vols versus Longwood, CBS. Iowa, Richmond, 310, True TV. That's a lot of games today. It's open around, baby. Gonzaga plays at 415. North Carolina Marquette That's plays at 430. Man, man it's. It's. I'm not even halfway. I think I'm halfway done. Uh, <laughs> New, uh, New Mexico State, Yukon, six fifty. Saint Peter's, Kentucky, seven ten. Go Saint Peter's. Saint Mary's, Indiana, seven twenty. Creighton, San Diego State, seven twenty seven. Vermont, Arkansas, nine twenty. San Francisco, Murray State, nine forty. Akron, UCLA, nine fifty. Texas Southern and Kansas, nine fifty. 7 p.m. tonight so a gang of games games today
2: which one are you most excited about outside of
1: Tennessee well I see what you try to do man you tried to make it outside Tennessee but I'm gonna pick a game that's right there and has everything to do with Tennessee that's Colorado State, Michigan. I want to see who we're going to play next. That's the game that I'm probably most excited about. If I had to pick a game that doesn't have anything to do with Tennessee, like at all, it's probably Boise State, Memphis. I want to see what Memphis is going to do. Um, The 8-9 matchup, that's probably the game that I want to see. Uh, I think the rest of the games are going to be blowouts. Then after that, I would say North Carolina Marquette. That's probably the game. How about excited you excited about
2: North Carolina Marquette?
1: Yeah, the rest of these games will be average
2: cool. at best teams.
1: Yeah, but we had two teams last night play that was average, It was a great game that went to double overtime. These I know these you're, games you're today gonna be blowouts. Right. Hmm?
2: You're probably right. North Carolina Marquette will end up being terrific. Uh, the the one I'm most excited about outside of Tennessee is probably Murray State and San Francisco, just because I really love Murray State and um, Swain. Speaking of me being a coward on my bracket, I did pin in Murray State in the Sweet 16 after beating Kentucky in the round of 32.
1: Is that your heart talking?
2: I hope not, but uh, Murray State could easily lose tonight as well. San Francisco, uh, a very good team. That'll be a really fun game. I I think that could be the most underrated game of the opening weekend. Those are two really good basketball teams that are, that are going to go at it, and uh, I can't wait to be there in person to watch that one tonight at 940. Uh, I'm interested to see if Vermont can – Make anything shake against Arkansas? I'm I'm excited about that one. That one's at nine twenty. Uh, Michigan, Colorado State. The only reason I'm interested in that one is because it feeds into Tennessee. That's right. I, I think both of those teams are are pretty boring, uh, especially Michigan. I am I am interested to see this David Roddy fellow uh, for Colorado State, who everybody's raving about. Six uh, five and two fifty. I think he is and they say all 250 is in his chest, and he just bullies people. <laughs> uh, he, he's he's P.J. Tucker. He's Grant Williams. Though Those are his comparisons. I was reading The Ringer and Kevin O'Connor and his draft board that he released this week, and he had David Roddy, number 30, on his prospect board and was comparing him to uh, Grant Williams and P.J. Tucker because – he, he plays in the post, but obviously at 6'5", six, 6'6", six, 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 that's, that's not ideal, and he, he still <laughs> takes it to people because he is just an ox. Um, but obviously, when, when you look at the NBA, a little too small to play a, a 4 or 5 like a Grant Williams, like a P.J. Tucker, but then also um, he, he presents problems for guards when they're matched up on him because of his size and, and his strength. Uh, so I'm fascinated to see him in person. But aside from him, I think the, the, the two teams, just Colorado State and Michigan in general, they kind of bore me, quite frankly. Uh, I'm I'm really excited about Memphis-Boise State. Like you said, that should be a really good game. Uh, South Dakota State-Providence, I love both of those teams. And I don't really know who I'm going to pick in that one, to be honest with you, uh, because I, I, I like Providence and I, I like South Dakota State. Uh, aside from that, uh, yeah, I mean th- those are pretty much the the ones that I'm fascinated by the the most. Uh, Richmond, Iowa that that maybe has potential. Uh, New Mexico State, UConn has potential.
1: We get it, Ben. You 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 looking forward to all the games? I
2: am, but, but those <laughs> ones
1: that I that I mentioned off the top
2: of uh, Vermont, Arkansas, San Fran, Murray State. Uh, Memphis, Boise State. Those are the those are the three that I'm excited about the most today outside of Tennessee.
1: Topics for today, Ben. Um, yeah NFL free agency. The new NFL year has begun. The Big Orange Caravan is back after a three-year hiatus. It is back, so that is big time for Tennessee athletics and the fans. Uh, over the next couple of months, Titans, Browns are going to make some moves, already have made some moves with their big-name players. Nico Iao Malayava, the five-star quarterback from California, had an announcement early yesterday morning. His announcement that he wanted to make was announcing his top five. And so he did that. And then Longwood's coach has some comments about, about Tennessee, Griff Aldrich. So 245, Tennessee, Longwood, play. Tennessee is, last time I checked, a 17 and a, point, 17 and a half point favorite. It's going to be a good one. That energy. want to hear a
2: stat that's going to make you nervous?
1: I don't need a stat to make me nervous. I'm already nervous. <laughs>
2: That That's fair, but uh, the real, uh, no, not real defense from the 4 two, three, um, but let me scroll down. There's been some messages come in since I saw it, but uh, Vol Grizz Cubs asked, y'all nervous yet? As a fan, it doesn't matter who they play when it's when to go home. I, I completely agree with that, and, and you just spoke to that as well. I mean, it, it's the NCAA tournament. I mentioned that going into the SEC tournament. It's just naturally this time of year, if you are invested and you have a team, you you are going to be nervous regardless. But I'm even more nervous, Wayne, because Tennessee does not have good luck in the NCAA tournament. And Rick Barnes does not have good luck in the NCAA tournament. In his last 13 games against the spread in the NCAA tournament, Rick Barnes is... 1, 11, and
1: 1. Well, I guess that tells you what you need to do with your money. Keep, and, it, in, keep it in your damn pocket when it comes to putting on Tennessee.
2: Yes, so I, I will not be picking Tennessee to cover this afternoon. I, I think they obviously win, but 17 is a big number for an NCAA tournament game, uh, especially when it's not a 1 versus 16 as well.
1: So, Come on, man. Movie. Tennessee should be should be a two seed and has played as well as any one seed. That's true.
2: So maybe they could Tennessee win should win by 17
1: and a half points.
2: They should, but one, eleven, and one against the spread in his last thirteen NCAA tournament games. And I believe there's only been one weekend since two thousand and eight that Rick Barnes or one tournament since 2008 that Rick Barnes has made it out of the first weekend. So uh, Tennessee's misfortunes in the NCAA tournament and Rick Barnes' m- misfortunes in the NCAA tournament uh, increases the nervousness for me.
1: Fair, fair. Hour one is brought to you by Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. Sway Event fueled by Dead and Barbecue. We will take our first break of the day right here in our number one. Tennessee Longwood to start off first round of NCAA tournament for Tennessee fans. Ben McKee, Jason Swain. We'll be right back.
0: If you want to be part of the show, call the Iris Network's hotline at 865-200-5503.
1: Is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. jc's tree and landscaping is licensed and insured give them a call at 865-599-3799
0: top 100 barbecue restaurant dead-end barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality q dead-end makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from chow now for pickup Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. For a replay of each day's Swain Event TV, subscribe to the Swain Event channel on YouTube.
1: Jason Swain, Ben McKee, Swain and Vince feel about that in barbecue top one hundred barbecue restaurant in America. Ben is right there, in Indianapolis, ready to get into thick of things. Good to see the crowds, though. Good to see the crowds at the games. Getting back to a little bit of uh, normalcy with the NCAA tournament. A 3 The way this works today. Because Ben is, you're working hard, covering the balls. If you give us a call, tell us who you are. Tell us where you're calling from. We're going to throw you right in into the conversation. So be ready to go. 865-255-03. Hour one is brought to you by Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. wait Yo.
2: So, I'm staying northwest of Indy because it was significantly cheaper to stay outside of the city, as you can imagine. Mm-hmm. And I, I made my way through downtown Indianapolis uh, to to get over here. Don't last blink. Night. Don't and blink. You'll miss it. I, I could see Lucas Oil off in the distance. Mm-hmm. And... They had this this poster on the outside of its depth chart. And it didn't have anybody listed as a quarterback. And I was envious because them not having a quarterback is better than me being stuck with Mason Rudolph and Mitchell Trubisky.
1: You got Miles Jack, though. Oh, the
2: Steelers have roped me back in. (laughs) (laughs) I I was down, but they have roped me back in. They they've made some some really surprising because they they don't do this. Like they don't go out and sign Miles Jack and and throw money to the offensive line. They they went out and got Mason Cole, who's gonna play center for us. They went out and got James Daniels from your Bears, a, a youngster who is promising. He's gonna play guard for us. Uh, Montrevious Adams, Levi Wallace, Chuku Wuma, Okorafor. He's going to be our right tackle. They they signed him. Uh, obviously, they threw money at Mitchell Trubisky. Unfortunately, wasted money. Unfortunately, uh, so they they roped me back in with some nice signings,
1: and I'm I'm jacked
2: about Miles Jack because he is a stud.
1: No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Maybe come on, the Steelers always make good all season moves
2: no, they do, but they don't not this way
1: they don't they don't sign guys like this
2: <laughs> It is rare that the the Steelers go out and and sign guys because they believe in doing it through the draft and uh keeping guys in Pittsburgh via contract. Uh, one of the the Steelers writers that I follow, Alex Kazora. Uh, he tweeted, I remember when the Steelers signed Mike Mitchell to a $5 million per year deal, and it was like, whoa, the Steelers really went big. Uh, so the, the Steelers do make good offseason moves, but not not through free agency like they have outside of Mitchell Trubisky.
1: happy for you, Ben. Happy for you, man. Happy for you. Happy for Nico, too. During the show yesterday, Ben, when he put on his Instagram story that – he had a big announcement later on today. I said, it's easy to assume that he's going to commit. But after the show, when all the action happens, right? After the show, I was um, doing a little digging and all he was going to do was announce his top five. Uh, So he's announcing his top five. I'm still on Commitment Watch with um, Nico because you see all the crystal balls and all the folks changing it the last minute all frantically. And that's kind of what happens when someone is about to commit. So I'm still on Commitment Watch. We will see if it's today or if it's tomorrow. Um, I'd be surprised if he does it like during, during the weekend, but he may. But I'm on Commitment Watch for at least today and tomorrow. And maybe he can pull a Tom Brady. And say, man, forget y'all's NCAA tournament. I got some news for y'all. I got some news for y'all. Maybe he does it like Tom Brady. When Tom Brady decided to announce that he was going to unretire on Sunday during Selection Sunday. BPI yeah. chance to get to the Final Four. ESPN, 20, 26%. I think I just saw that. 24%. That's pretty good, Ben. That's a pretty good chance. Yeah, that's a really good chance. Yeah, I got Tennessee in the final four. You do? Yeah, I do, man. Why are you surprised? Why are you surprised? Tennessee's a good team. I don't know me, me, there and you know team. me and Jimmy Dykes. You know we we on the same page.
2: Oh, oh, now you are back on the Jimmy Dykes bandwagon, huh? I've
1: always been on Jimmy Dykes bandwagon. Never, never left.
2: It's it, it been a little rocky. You, you no, no. Some, you got me some mixed up with somebody else.
1: There, no, you got me uh, mixed up with someone else, man. No, I'm I'm remembering correctly. No, Mm-mm. How Jimmy was loving up, discussed. loving up on Kentucky and and Auburn and some of the other teams. And I know somebody other folks was getting upset, thinking that Tennessee was like the only girlfriend. But no, nah, man, Jimmy Dykes was doing his job, and no problem to me.
2: Jimmy Dykes easily falls in love with teams and there there are many teams that Jimmy Dykes loves. Are, are there any teams that Jimmy Dykes does not like? That's uh, what I want to know.
1: I mean, he loves four teams.
2: <laughs> I bet he does. No, it's been cool to see Tennessee be a final four pick for some. Um, and part of it is I haven't filled out my bracket yet, but I still have the general thought that I, I think Tennessee loses to Villanova in the Sweet 16 or Arizona in the Elite Eight, and if Villanova or Arizona gets upset before Tennessee would run into them, then I do think Tennessee makes the Final Four. I'm um, I'm just I'm just in believe it when I see it mode, and it's not really this particular basketball team. It's just. Again, like I was saying before going to break, Tennessee has not had good fortunes in the NCAA tournament, and Rick Barnes has not had good fortunes in the NCAA tournament. And uh, hopefully this is the year <laughs> where, where things change, but th- there's just always something that goes wrong, whether it's uh, a bad call or some random player going off and – and making a million shots and Ryan not Klein. being able to miss. Yep. Like Ryan Klein in that Purdue game. And then on top of Ryan Klein, you had a call go against you, uh, Jarnell Stokes, that call going against you or uh, a shot, not going in a shot going in there. It's just something always goes wrong for Tennessee. And uh, again, that doesn't really have anything to do with this year's particular team. I, I recognize that. And, I also said earlier that I, I do think Tennessee is playing as well as anybody on the bracket. I, I think Gonzaga, Arizona, and Tennessee enter the tournament in, in the best situation based off of how they've been playing. But I I don't know. Part maybe it's because I saw Villanova beat Tennessee, and I I understand that that was several months ago. But um, that that matchup scares me, and, and I haven't definitively picked that game. <laughs> I haven't filled it out on my bracket yet, <laughs> so uh, there, there's still time for me to change my mind, but just kind of a general thought without getting too in the weeds is that, that I think Tennessee makes a Sweet 16 and Elite 8 run that ends against Villanova or Arizona just because those are the two two of the top teams in the country, and I think it would be really hard to pull off back-to-back wins against those teams, but if Tennessee doesn't run into those teams, I do think that Tennessee would make it to the Final Four, if that makes sense.
1: No, I I, I see what you're saying. I got Tennessee because of, of how they're playing, and regardless if they play Arizona or Villanova or someone knocks them off, I feel like Tennessee right now is is playing a certain type of way, and that's usually who I, I go with. Uh, I remember when Kimba Walker and UConn went on a run uh, in the big East tournament and they won it all. I remember when Syracuse did it with Carmel Anthony, I, I like, I remember playing these teams playing a certain type of way at the end of the season, regardless of their seating and making a run. I feel like Tennessee is in that same conversation. Jimmy Dyke's final four is Gonzaga, Kentucky, Tennessee, and Iowa. Iowa being the fifth seed. Iowa coming from the Midwest region, the same region where Kansas is in. So uh, there are people that's not picking Kansas probably for the same reason why you're not picking Tennessee to go to the final four because they just haven't they just haven't done it in so long. I mean, the last time they really did anything was when you know Mario Chalmers was there. I think that was like a two thousand. was that two thousand six? It's a long time ago. Against against Memphis, or I yes. think that was eight. I think that was eight. I think that was two thousand eight. Because that was the I that's, think that, that's what I remember. The yeah, that was, was a, Yeah, that was a Memphis team that Tennessee beat because Derrick mm-hmm. Rose was on the team. I want to say it was two thousand seven, two thousand eight, somewhere around around there. But um, I do have Tennessee in the final four, and um, the struggle was. Picking with my head and at my heart, but my head prevailed. Interesting. A two hundred fifty five oh three Bulldog First Brian says, Anybody picking Chattanooga? Uh, I want to. Nope. I'm not.
2: I just I don't appreciate your disrespect for our fellow East Tennesseans. You have not taken them seriously. Since they won the SoCon, and you need to you need to pick it up in terms of your respect level for the mocks, okay?
1: Chattanooga's playing against a freaking dinosaur.
2: Okay. And what did that dinosaur do last year?
1: Not enough. Choked. When it mattered when it mattered, not most,
2: He and his team choked.
1: Man, they didn't he didn't do enough, but he'll do enough against UT Chattanooga and my damn Mullen-
2: I just don't trust Illinois. I I think that they'll beat UTC, but I I just don't trust them. I'm I'm going to pick Illinois, but seriously, I would not be surprised if UTC won that game.
1: Last year Illinois, they lost to Loyola Chicago. Oh, can they just go away? Can they just go away? Who did
2: you have Tennessee beating? on your path for the Vols
1: to the final four. Colorado State. Villanova. Hold on, let me. Here we go. Colorado State. I gotta beat in Villanova and then I haven't beaten Houston. I got Houston beating Arizona. Ooh, Lord. I know, man. Gotta get some upset somewhere.
2: With with Arizona. Well, first, let me uh throw this fun fact in here because I'm about to give you a fun fact about Arizona and ask your thought on this fun fact about Arizona. But first I'm gonna give you a different fun fact that pertains to Longwood and the fact that Longwood Swain is the shortest team in the tournament, according to average height. Just think it's funny that Longwood is the shortest team in the in the bracket, but here we are, Arizona. It's on cold. the other hand,
1: it's cold Indianapolis.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm sure it is. Uh, it was actually 72 and sunny yesterday, and supposed to be the same today. But it's cold of the Arizona, they Arizona Arizona's the youngest team in the bracket, and they have a first year coach and Tommy Lloyd. How how much do you think that will impact? Arizona because we haven't seen a ton of teams over the course of history do well with young teams and a first year head coach in the tournament. And that that's actually something that I like about Tennessee is that Tennessee has had NCAA tournament scars. I, I really think that benefits Tennessee, that that they have those scars and, and they've been through the war and, and they understand what needs to happen in order for them to have success i i really think there's a lot of value in that and i, I think arizona is arguably the best team in the country but they don't have those scars and, and they're young the the youngest team in the bracket uh their their coach is excellent but it's his first ncaa tournament as a head coach uh kerr kisa or whatever his last name is Yeah, he's dealing with that nasty ankle injury yeah their point so, guard mm-hmm. yeah uh, so I, I'm, 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 weary about Arizona mainly because of them being the youngest team in the bracket and, and not having those scars. I I think that could really play a factor when when it gets crunch time. I mean, they they may not respond well because of all the pressure.
1: It may be the case. I got them going home. So usually, Sweet Sixteen, huh? I got them going home, man. Usually, teams that folks hype up are the teams that go home and everyone's been talking about Arizona. This is the year where there's not a clear cut. Best team or best two teams. And the experts have done it again. They're latching on to Arizona. I'm going opposite. I'm going opposite. I'm going, I'm going with Houston and I may be wrong, but I got to pick some upset somewhere. So you have Houston in the elite eight. You're right.
2: I have Houston use, losing to UAB. Well, <laughs> if that happens, I'm going to be in well, trouble. Well, if, if 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 that happens for you, I'm going to be in trouble.
1: Well, I hope it happens for you. I want you to lose all your picks, except well, for I Tennessee winning picks.
2: I, I have beat you every year when it comes to the bracket.
1: Luck. The last two are luck. A six five, two hundred and fifty five, oh three. Just straight luck. Simple as that, Ben. you just gotten lucky. That's it. It's all good. Payback today. Just like Tennessee's going on a revenge tour, hope we play Villanova. I hope we play Arizona, even though we beat them the first time. I want to play Lalo Chicago. This is a revenge tour. I'm going on the same tour with Tennessee. I'm going win the bracket this year, Ben. You're going to take these L's. 865-255-03. Ben McKee, Jason Swain. Be right back.
0: You're listening to The Swain Event. You don't say. Fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Top 100 barbecue restaurant, Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search
1: is over. Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can do big things. We can make our cities, com jc's tree and landscaping service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price trimming and removing trees are their specialty they also offer other services like land clearing stump grinding crane services and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential jc's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around don't risk your land with the fly-by-night service JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. around the SEC and man this is is so appropriate for today first round of the NCAA tournament I am here for it I'm not going to lie man I saw uh, Mark Emmert in the crowd I gave him a side eye I gave him a side eye I really did but this is the best time of the year in College basketball it's gonna be crazy today. Multiple Ts TV set up, iPad set up, laptop set up for all the college basketball fanatics. Time for around the SEC. Spring practice has started for some Tennessee. Spring practice is around the corner. Ben, um what do you got for around the SEC, man?
2: I want to mention SEC basketball because it is still going in full force and I know we say it all the time we we throw out best time of the year but this is truly uh, one of the best times of the year with uh spring training going on and March madness beginning and uh, SEC baseball conference play starts this weekend and SEC baseball conference play is just so terrific so entertaining uh, NFL draft uh, uh five, six weeks away. This is truly a terrific time of year. Uh, spring practice, as you mentioned, is starting Tennessee practices on Tuesday. Let's go. Coming back from, from spring break. And with March Madness specifically, I will encourage anybody, if if you love March Madness, go to a game in person. You, you, you have to. It is just such an awesome thing feeling an awesome buzz within the building that is unmatched it is it is truly a special time of year and the energy in the building is just terrific Uh, and i I can't wait to be inside of the pacers home arena uh here all all day today i'm gonna try to be there for all four games just because it is the ncaa tournament and uh it is just amazing but uh, we had some NIT basketball last night, Swain. Two SEC teams in action. Mississippi State lost to Virginia, sixty to fifty-seven. Mississippi State was on the road for that first-round matchup, and then Florida. How about Florida without a head coach beating Iona and Rick Pitino, seventy-nine to seventy-four? That was a a bit surprising, but Florida Florida gets a first-round NIT win. So, congrats to the Gators. Maybe they can hang a banner to start next season. Uh, In terms of other SEC basketball teams, three will be in action today, and three will be in action on Friday. Uh, Before I mention the ones that will be in action today, we did have a question earlier uh, from Bulldog Brian, LSU or Iowa State, which is on Friday at 7:20 p.m. I took Iowa State. I'm just I'm not picking a team without a head coach. I, I do think LSU has better athletes better talent but I can sleep better at night if I get get it wrong picking against a team with no coach. If, if LSU wins so be it but I took Iowa State. How about you Swain?
1: Good. Let me check out my bracket. Let me see let me see what I did over here. Let me see what I did.
2: Right below Tennessee. Oh, yeah, I
1: picked, I picked Iowa State. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I picked <laughs> Iowa State too.
2: And Iowa State has not been very good uh, the last month or so. It's just, again, I, I refuse to pick a team that doesn't have a head coach. Yeah, feel, I'm, personal feelings I'm I took
1: out of it completely.
2: Well, are, are your feelings about LSU basketball different now that we we'll no longer there?
1: Um, yeah, a little bit different. I still don't like any other SEC team, right? But I don't I don't despise LSU as much because Will Wade's not there.
2: I agree, I agree. But the three teams that are in action today is Tennessee, Kentucky, and Arkansas. Longwood versus Tennessee, two forty five p.m. on CBS. Uh, The ESPN app is telling me that Tennessee is now up to an eighteen point favorite. St. Peter's and Kentucky, they'll square off at 7.10 p.m. on CBS as well. Kentucky also an 18-point favorite, and uh, Kentucky is here in Indianapolis as well. So not looking forward to see the Big Blue Sea this, this afternoon and all throughout the day and weekend here in Indy, but whatever. Not the first time I've had to deal with it. And then the nightcap is Vermont and Arkansas. 13-seed Vermont versus 4-seed Arkansas. That that gets going at 9.20 p.m. on TNT Arkansas, a five-point favorite. So those are your teams in action tonight. Aside from SEC basketball, let's scroll down my notes here on Twitter. Ole Miss landed a transfer commitment from former SMU running back Ulysses Bentley. Uh, Bentley had 1,523 rushing yards and 15 touchdowns the last two seasons at at SMU. And after Ole Miss lost five of its top six rushers from last season, they've now added Ulysses Bentley from SMU. And remember, they added Zach Evans as well from TCU, the former five-star running back. So Ole Miss making some headway there in the portal. And the last thing I've got for you, Swain, is probably the biggest note, SEC note, outside of SEC basketball, Uh, JT Daniels, who is in the transfer portal. He is planning on visiting an SEC East school this weekend, (laughs) and he's visited Oregon State recently, which is weird, and I think speaks to the market for JT Daniels. play After... I know, but it's Oregon State. Hey,
1: he's trying to play, man. He's trying to go to the best place where he can play right now. He had to sit and watch another quarterback win national championship who looked like Screech.
2: Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, I love Screech. He's
1: like, you know, I ain't. This ain't looking, happening again.
2: I, I don't. I don't blame him. But still, Oregon State. Um, but now he's going to go to Missouri. He's going to go visit Missouri and Eli Drinkwitz. (laughs) So uh, Oregon State has been viewed as the favorite and been generating the most buzz there. But JT Daniels going to visit Missouri this weekend. Please
1: go to Missouri, JT Daniels, and please put a video on JT Daniels the first day he arrives on campus. Please do this so we can see his reactions when he walks into the facilities. He walks around the game stadium. And he's like, um. so he's telling me I'm gonna get a rock after I finish my career here. That's what you're gonna give me, a big rock. So y'all actually sit on the rocks during the game. Where's the rest of the stands? Where's the seats? I want to see him go from USC to Georgia to Missouri. I can't wait to see his reactions. I want to see. I want to see his reactions on his visit because those will be the that's, that'll be the first time he sees the facilities. I hope he goes to Missouri. I really do. That would be hilarious. Yeah.
2: That would be interesting for sure. I I don't want to see him go to Missouri because Tennessee has to play him. But Come on, man. It would be funny to see him go to Missouri. Don't forget that they got that five-star receiver who is He's going to have a, a year one impact and, and what about the more than stuff? your typical freshman.
1: What about the defense? that's fair. He's going to have a defense. I ain't uh, worry about Missouri.
2: Yeah, but Missouri will have to defend Ramel Keaton at this point.
1: A six five two hundred fifty five. 255. You didn't like that, did you? Play too much, man.
2: Uh, actually, I had one more note, and this is a, a lesser thing to mention, but uh, South Carolina is beginning to mm-hmm. fill the fallout of frank martin being fired and they had a point guard bryce lindsey uh he decommitted from south carolina yesterday so south carolina feeling the the impact of of firing um uh, frank martin and look this is certainly expected when Conzo mm-hmm. was fired its entire recruiting class tennessee's entire recruiting class was was broken up, essentially. Mm-hmm. and uh, But this is also good news for Tennessee because there's this kid, G.G. G. Jackson. Have you heard of G.G. G. Jackson? G.G.
1: G. Jackson. I sure did not.
2: He is an absolute stud. An absolute stud. He is uh, the number one overall player in the country at Rivals for the class of 2023. A five-star power forward. And guess where he was from? Is from South Carolina. Columbia, South Carolina. And he he loved Frank Martin, and that was going to be the only reason he went to South Carolina. He wasn't going to South Carolina. South Carolina has made a coaching change. He is not going to go to South Carolina.
1: Here's a good thing though. The other teams that he was um mentioned with, they'll either have first year coach, a first year coach or second year coach. So, Duke is in the mix. North Carolina is in the mix. Maybe Frank Martin is like, hey, son, which, where you need to go is Tennessee. That's where you need to go. Yes. G.G. G. Jackson, let's go.
2: I'd, I'd be surprised if he got out of the Carolinas. I'm, I'm sure he'll end up at Duke or North Carolina at this point.
1: It happens. Coach get fired. Recruits. Players on the team, especially now at the transfer portal, people those players fear the unknown, and I would too. I would too. A six five two hundred fifty five oh three. Arkansas all wants to know the the time of the second round game. Uh, to be decided. All of the games are to be decided. So
2: it'll come out tonight. Mm hmm. Once they. they- they typically come out after the the day's games.
1: Always Voss says I'm not saying that any receiver are going to take off, but I do remember no one was high on Tillman. Okay, Always Voss.
2: So you think Romeo Keaton's going to take off? That's what I got from that. I kid, I kid, I kid.
1: Oh, you play
2: too much. I was talking to always Vols.
1: No, I always Vols would text in what he texted. If you didn't bring up the fact that Rebel Keaton is going to be a star receiver.
2: As of right now, he's your starting receiver. So.
1: Bulldog we'll Brian says, portal,
2: which I do think they will.
1: They will go to the portal. Uh, Bulldog Brian says Colorado State versus Michigan is a tough call.
2: I agree. I took uh Colorado State as I mentioned and Swain, I, I want to give you some some more info on David Roddy real quick before we hit the top of the hour. I mentioned him earlier and uh the, the scouting report that Kevin O'Connor had for him over on the ringer and uh he in shades of who he reminds him of is Grant Williams, DeWan Blair, and Admiral Schofield. Six six, two fifty five Shoots 46% from three. 19 points, seven rebounds. A supersized wing with shot creation skills, but players with his body type rarely succeed in the NBA. But he is a terrific college basketball player. Is that going to help? I mean, he's the reason I picked them over Michigan.
1: I got, I got Michigan going home, too.
2: Now, it wouldn't surprise me if Michigan won. Michigan's beat teams like Purdue and Wisconsin and so on and so forth. Yeah, so they beat them. We'll see. Michigan, Michigan has talent. They don't like talent. That, that's not their
1: issue. That's true. That's true. They got talent. And, I mean, this team was a team that had a chance to go all the way last year. So, they do have some talent. They do have a little bit of experience. Hunter Dickinson is a problem uh, in the post. Very skilled big man. Young, but still, beyond his years, very mature. So, Michigan... Could win this game, but I'm going with Colorado State. Got to pick some upsets. Got to pick some upsets. Even though Colorado State is a sixth seed, and Michigan is the 11th seed. Hour two, coming up.